Yo, welcome everybody back to the JV Sports Room. As usual, your host, Jay Dino, the other half of the team behind the scenes, my man Vince. Yeah. Original star and center of the JV Sports Room, also Kobe Corner certified. I'd like to welcome back to the show, my man Big J. Back, baby. Welcome y'all, back to the show. Y'all miss me? Huh? <laughs> it's, been, it's been a couple weeks, man. I missed y'all, man. I missed the show. Glad to be back. Before we get something, you said Kobe Corner certified. I'll be remiss to say, if I didn't want to give a belated happy birthday to the to the GOAT. Like that. Like Kobe that. Kobe Bryant. Uh, birthday just passed, August 23rd. It's actually my son's birthday, so shout out to my son Isaiah, too. Happy birthday. But Kobe, happy birthday. Shout out to August 23rd birthdays, baby. Yeah. Hey, appreciate you joining us one last time. Not the last time for good, but mm-hmm. just the last time for this season because sure. this is the JV Sports Room Season 1 finale. Just like any good sports team, JV Sports Room got to end Season 1, take the time to regroup, retool, and prepare for Season 2. But obviously, before we do that, we're going to tip it off in the NBA, mm-hmm. update you guys on a little bit of NBA news we got going on. The KD rumors have finally ceased. Looks like KD and Kyrie are both in Brooklyn, at least for the upcoming season. For now, until KD wakes up on the wrong side of the bed and <laughs> decides he wants to play elsewhere. Uh, it's, it's been a back and forth uh, saga, if I can say, uh, with this KD news. To say the but least. For now, though, being, being real, this is good for Brooklyn. You know, if you're a fan of the Brooklyn Nets, this is good. Getting KD, Kyrie back together, uh, along with Ben Simmons now. And, and there's some scuttlebutt, some news and rumors, maybe potentially with Ben Simmons playing starting center now. Mm, you know, could, could be a good vibe. Yeah, so. Wouldn't change it up. Wouldn't change it up. Obviously, you know, KD was disgruntled and ready to leave uh, for a little while. But I guess the asking price was just a little too high. And, yeah. you know, nobody met their asking price. So KD stays in Brooklyn for now. <laughs> and another player staying at home for at least the next three years. Mm-hmm. LeBron James signs a two-year, $97 million extension, right. keeping him in L.A. for three years, taking him to his 22nd season, right. tying Vince Carter for the most seasons of all time. Also, the Lakers bring in Patrick Beverly recently mm-hmm. uh, for Taylor Horn Tucker and Stanley Johnson. How you feel about these Lakers offseason moves. I, I will say, I call the LeBron deal, I call that the Bronny deal. Uh, <laughs> because it gives him enough time to stay in LA until Bronny enters the league, and then he'll end up uh, seeing where Bronny ends up and right. he'll go play for that team. But uh, going back to the Patrick Beverly situation, um, Lakers already struggle with shooting. So you trade a shooter and Taylor Horton Tucker and bring in a dog, mind you, Patrick Beverly. Um, Russell Westbrook, Patrick Beverly. I don't know how that's going to work. I don't know who approved that, but uh, (laughs) maybe Westbrook's out the door. But all in all, the Lakers brought in some talent this year. Um, Should be a revamped roster. Um, Hopefully healthy. Hopefully hopefully they're healthy, yeah. Austin Reeves could be a potential starter now. Um, Kendrick Nunn's another addition. Uh, Lonnie Walker. But uh, Darvin Ham's got his hands full, I I would say, between Russ and and Patrick Beverly. (laughs) (laughs) To say the least, (laughs) man. Jay Money. Specifically, is mm-hmm. is pretty upset about this deal. Uh, apparently, another great talent that he feels like they got rid of for mm-hmm. another aging piece. I mean, right. it's what the Lakers do. It's what Lakers fans are apparently getting tired of. I don't blame them. Yep. Um, only other real thing we got going on in the NBA, obviously, uh, my man Javi is hurting right now. Yeah. Number two pick, Chet Holmgren, goes down with a Liz Frank injury. Ending his 2022 season. We won't see him till next year now. It's unfortunate. He hurt his foot at the, at the Pro-Am. Yeah. Uh, 
And, you know, playing ball. I mean, this is what these guys do in the offseason. They want to stay in top shape and, and keep their game at a high level. They want to play ball. And it's unfortunate it had to happen. You know, you're missing out on, you know, the, the Chet versus Paolo game, right. the Chet versus Jabari. And, I'm looking and, forward to that. You know, we, we've seen this happen to players in the past, like Blake Griffin and Ben Simmons. It's not end of his career. He'll be back next year, but it is unfortunate for OKC. But this puts him a little closer to get back in the running for potential number one overall pick next year. Victor Webinyama. Mm, nice. Obviously, this is what everybody was talking about with Chet coming into the NBA. Obviously, a little skinny. He was a little yeah. frail. They were, they were talking about how he could be injury prone. It doesn't surprise me too much, to be honest with you. It, you know, it could be. It could very well, well be. But at the same time, I think it was more so a freak accident. You know, there, there was, they actually canceled the game after the injury because of the court was, was wet. There was, you know, people kept slipping. And unfortunately, he, he's the one that got hurt. So... Um, it's unfortunate. Uh, yeah. Looks like we'll see him in 2023, though. Yeah. But outside of that, there's not too much NBA news going on. I mean, it's mid off season. Can't expect too much. Um, but over in the NFL, NFL season's about to start off just in a couple weeks. Yes, sir. Um, got some big news for the NFL. The Watson watch has finally come to an end. We it we is. know that Deshaun Watson will be suspended for 11 games now. And uh, he got a nice, hefty $5 million fine, too. Yeah. But, but, but hold on. You said <laughs> 11 games, right? Right, right. You know, went from six to 11. NFL. We ain't stupid. <laughs> I don't think the NFL is stupid either. It just so happens that as soon as Watson is finished with his suspension, who does he play? First game back. First game back. Houston, Texas. Houston, Texas. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, it is good for the ratings. I mean, that, that's probably going to be one of the highest viewed games uh, uh, for that week. So um, it's over. Cleveland fans, uh, have fun with Jacoby Brissett. And, uh, you know, we'll see where that takes you. It's going to be tough for them to have uh, more than 500 seasons with Jacoby Brissett. That's, that's all I'm I got saying. to say. Yeah. <laughs> hey, um, but outside of that, yeah. only other big news in the NFL right now is uh, Dallas – Oof. Losing Tyron Smith to a torn hamstring. Huge. Big loss. Big loss. Big loss for Dallas. Uh, I think if you touch back on the NFC East breakdown show, I uh, think, uh, you know, big body Nostradamus kind of like, you know, touched this a little bit, but uh, no. In all seriousness, this is a big loss for Dallas. One of the all pro left tackles, one of the best left tackles in the game, Tyron Smith, tore his hamstring, which is huge. He's out indefinitely right now. Yep. Uh, and that's already being out with Connor Williams, who was an offensive lineman, a starter for them last year, and Lyle Collins. So you're talking about three of the five starting offensive linemen from last year tough, are not there. And, and I mean, if you're Ezekiel Elliott, fantasy owner, or Dak Prescott, it's be in for a rocky season because that offensive line is, is it's not going to be able to hold up. I hear you. I hear you on that. Um, obviously, as a Giants fan, not too upset. No, neither. <laughs> neither. Yeah, with the NFL season right around the corner, obviously we want your predictions, your Super Bowl predictions. Give us any bold predictions you guys got. Leave it in the comments or send us a video clip to jvsportsroom at gmail.com. This past season, we brought in a bunch of guests, man. We appreciate all our guests coming in. We appreciate all our fans watching. But next season, we're bringing you guys a slew of new guests. Obviously, we brought in video calls towards the end of this season. So look forward to a lot more video calls in season two. Uh, the 16-team 
JV Sports Room Fantasy League. Obviously, we'll be drafted by the time season two starts. So we'll be talking a lot about fantasy sports mm-hmm. and this uh, 16 team JV Sports Room League. Now, you're talking a lot about season ending, season finale. And I think it's only fitting that we take a look back. And, and I got a question for you now and saying, you know, you've been here since episode one. Been doing you know, it. This is season one. What is your favorite moment or favorite episode from this season? Like, you know, take us back in, 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 in your mind and, and, and give us something. Oh, man, it's been a, it's been a lot, man. It's been a ride. It's, it's been, been a, a lot ride. of content, a lot yeah. of good laughs, man. I, I, think, I think nothing cracked me up more than, than, than when my man Alex sat right here in this yeah. center spot and we decided to go in on the Kansas City Chiefs. And you asked him if he needed a wind, a wind up, and he said, "Nah, you got to turn me down." And then you guys went back and forth about the Kansas City Chiefs for yeah. the next two or three minutes, man. That that was a highlight, man. That had me cracking up. So, wh- how you guys like these Kansas City Chiefs? I'm going in. Turn me down, turn me down, listen, they're about to be exposed this year. Good times, man. Cool, man. Yeah, no, it's cool. About you, what you got for me, man? I got. I think initially comes to mind is, is my first show. Uh, I think it was the NFC East. We were doing something about the NFC East and just coming on, man. I think it was Veterans Day, actually. And, and being a veteran, that, that was real eye-opener for me to come into the show. But another big one for me was something out of the box uh, was when we went to Chicago Dog and & Company and had that outdoor show. That was very fun. So, man, it's been, it's been a long ride. This is very fun. I, I'm looking forward to next season and next NFL season and really diving in a little deeper and, 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 and bringing some more content to the fans. And, and we appreciate you guys, man, uh, for sure, because they ain't believing us. But y'all did. <laughs> Hove did. <laughs> season one was a banger, but season two, we coming. Yeah. And we uh, also did eight episodes covering all 32 teams. Mm-hmm. So right now we're going to look back at a rundown at each of these teams to send you guys off in season one. Big J, appreciate you being here for season one. Yes, sir. We'll see you guys in season two. Peace. Some would say we have proven uh, veteran wide receiver Marquise Hollywood Brown and pair him up with Kyler Murray. Well, I think Money said it best. You know, that's an old college teammate of his. So, you know, they go far back. That chemistry is going to come into play, man. I think it was also to appease uh, uh, Kyler, especially with all that offseason contract stuff that they've been going through. I think it kind of solidifies that anybody that was questioning whether Kyler be on the field in the beginning of the year, I think that kind of puts that noise to rest. You know, for them to go out there and get Hollywood like that and, you know, Kyler's going to be there. True indeed. True indeed. And, and, you know, they used that first round pick to go get Marquise Hollywood Brown. And then they used their second round pick on uh, top tight end in this draft, Trey McBride. Yes, sir. How you guys like that pick? I think this is uh, Dallas Goddard 2.0. Uh, Trey McBride from like Colorado that. State. Now he gets drafted behind uh, Zach Ertz. You know, they signed Zach Ertz. They traded for him last season. They signed him to, a, I think it was like a three-year deal. Uh-huh. And then they draft Trey McBride. Uh, go get offensive lineman. Continue to add to that secondary and that defense. You, you hit on A.J. Terrell a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. who was the number two rated cornerback, according to Pro Football Focus. Wide receiver, offensive line, uh, maybe a running back towards the middle of those uh, you know, middle rounds. And, uh, you know, the Marcus Mariota experiment. I think he let it ride for a year. Hey, he so, made the playoffs before. Yeah. He's made yeah. the playoffs before. It's number two of all He's won a playoff game, too. Right. I mean, what do you got to lose for a year? 
Exactly. So and I'm not gonna lie. When he's when I seen him in free agency, I said Carolina should go sign him real quick mm-hmm. just to see what he could do. He has he has ties to the head coach Arthur Smith, who was the offense coordinator in Tennessee mm-hmm. with Marcus Moriarty was quarterback. So there's some kind of connection there. They believe in him still. You yeah. ride out ride it out for a year. You continue to add weapons and, and, and add to this team. And they're in a rebuilding stage, anyway. right? And then exactly. in 2023, so. if Mariota's not the guy, then you draft a quarterback with Rashad Bateman out of Minnesota, who was injured to start the year, so mm-hmm. he really didn't get. To pick up steam until yeah. like midway towards the yeah, season. He came, he came on to yeah, He came on towards the end of the year. So I think with Rashad Bateman stepping up, being that alpha in that offense, now you mentioned the running back situation with Baltimore and how J.K. Dobbins was out and then Gus Edwards was out. So I don't think it's a Lamar issue. I think there was a lot of other issues that fell into place. And, and then Lamar's injury as well, you know. So agreed. I think Baltimore, obviously, they're usually. In the conversation, right. they just have to avoid injuries. They got to stay healthy at why, the end of the day. Why is Baltimore always in the conversation? Why is, what's the reason? For, what has Baltimore been known for for years? Their defense. Their defense. Their defense. defense. And what is Baltimore lacking right now? A secondary. A secondary. <laughs> they just, just not, yeah, they're not defense. shored up really in. Even up front. Though. They're not. They're not this really is, shored up yeah. anywhere across their right. defense. Right. It's probably the first time in history, Baltimore history, that they, their offense is probably looking yeah. a little better than the defense. Yeah, Ray Lewis, Ray Lewis is not walking through that door. No. Yeah. I mean, what's not to like? Josh Allen, dual threat quarterback, does it all. Right. Yeah. Uh, rocket of an arm. All pro wide receiver, Stephon Diggs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, you add the addition to electric James Cook. Coming from Georgia. Love that pickup. Um, yep. In Absolutely. the draft. It, it, what's not to like? Von Miller, free agency. Yeah, oh, my God. I forgot about The rich get richer. Yeah. Right? The rich <laughs> yeah. just get richer. And, and, you know, they've got a lot of nice pieces. Uh, you know, they got Gabriel Davis, nice wide receiver as well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, nice Dawson Knox that, uh, you know, translated into one of Josh Allen's favorite pieces last year. Um, and mm-hmm. then they go and get a couple couple athletes in the draft as well. So I like what Buffalo's doing, man. Good coaching, I mean, yeah. and at the same time, I know a lot of people talk about the electric pick of uh, – James Cook, and there's the argument like he's going to come in and be like the RB1 mm-hmm. for the team. I still think we cannot disrespect what Devil Singletary has done in those last yeah. four games of the season with yeah. six touchdowns, then three touchdowns in the playoffs. And Carolina got the number six pick. Um, Trade it. <laughs> Load up. What are you guys looking to get? Let's, let's switch over to Carolina Panthers. How, how do you feel about your Carolina Panthers? What are their strengths, weaknesses, and, and what do you think you guys are going to look for in the, with the number six pick? I think the, I, I'm not going to lie. The, the biggest weakness is the offensive line. Yeah. I, f- I feel like I feel like I, Cam and Sam Darnold looked good at times last year when the line was blocking. When it's not, yeah. it's over with. I mean, that's football. No, nah, but it's, nah, you thought the Bengals offensive line was bad? <laughs> Carolina's was horrible. Like, Joe Burrow's not mobile at all and still had more time to throw the ball than any of our quarterbacks. We, right. we tried three quarterbacks last year. It didn't even matter. Mm-hmm. And it looks like you guys will probably be trying the fourth. Um, Chicago, everybody knows Chicago Bears. We never have quarterbacks. We got one now. Hopefully. Fingers no, no, no. Closed. We got one now. I know. Justin that. Fields is the one. Okay. You certifying okay. him? You certifying him? Yes, I am. It's just hard. You're not going to see much on tape when his go-to receiver is a 5'10 Darnell Mooney. Mm-hmm. And he's solid. Yeah. You put him on the Kansas City Chiefs with Patrick Mahomes as a slot, it's over for anybody. <laughs> I love doing that movie. Yeah, he's real solid. He just <laughs> he just need to move. He just move. He just need to move to the slot. Instead of making the offense run through him, he's right. just—I mean—it's not gonna work. Yeah, true. We true. got David Montgomery in the backfield. Mm-hmm. How you feel about him? Oh, he's solid, man. That's a PPR right there. You know all about that. Hey, come on, man. Yeah, 
Who good else running. we got? Good w- when he's healthy, he's a good running back. Yes, yeah. for sure. Cole Komet, tight end, another underrated young stud. Yeah. Um, one thing we always struggle with in Chicago is our O-line, man. Yep. We give Justin Fields time to throw. Mm-hmm. He could work some out with his mm-hmm. legs. Not only can he do that, he's but he's going to find somebody. We just need receivers. And that was my biggest downfall out of this draft. So Speak. we pick up Kyler Gordon. That's what I'm talking Love about. Love it. Love the pick. I do too. Solid cornerback to, to match up with Jalen Johnson. Mm-hmm. Those are two studs right there working yeah. for us. Love it. But we need to score some points on the board. But nobody definitely saw the Bengals making it. So nobody at this point can really call what it's going to look like with everybody getting a fresh slate. And then the whole division just got revamped. So it's kind of like, you know, granted, I'm glad we took advantage of our needs that we had to do. We definitely shored up that offensive line. You know, the offense, uh, power-wise, we don't need no help there, but... As far as like the line, we which was definitely the worst in the league. We did our we yeah, did our homework it's, actually, on that. Yeah. it's hard to get there, you know, a second time. Yeah. Um, but if there is a team, you know, especially in this division, but the team in general that could do it again with the firepower you guys have on offense and, and, and continuing to get better with year two of Jamar Chase. Year three of Joe Burrow. That's crazy. T. Higgins. That's crazy. You know, anybody can do it. It could be the Bengals, man. And I agree 100%, man. You know, with, with them being so young and up and coming, yeah. why not? You right. know what I'm saying? And, and they addressed every need that they had. Yeah. So so why not? I said the, the best defense in the, the, best in the whole defense. Can you name a better one? Besides, I don't no, think the Steelers right. are there. No. Well, we definitely know it's not Baltimore. No, Steelers defense could be I, in the I like the Steelers defense, like personally, the but, but we'll, we'll, we'll get yeah, to we'll we'll the Steelers later. Yeah. Best defense in the division. Okay. <laughs> in my opinion, yeah, best defense in the division. It. Yeah, <laughs> standing on it. I appreciate you for being a real fan, too, and saying that uh, the division was down this year, because I agree. The one issue I have with the team is that are they going to change the way the offense flows now that Deshaun is there? You have to think so, yeah. But I don't know if that's necessarily a good thing for us when we're so run heavy and yeah. we, we base most of, our, most of our scoring came off of running. True. Most I, of our swarm. I still think running. early they'll they'll probably lean towards the run, especially with just Deshaun still trying to become acclimated with with the team and, and stuff like that. So and he's been off. He yeah. hasn't played for. We don't even know if he's. Yeah. You know, it's Deshaun Watson. You saw what he did in the playoffs. What got kicked in the face and ran I through. Mean, Come on now, <laughs> that ball right that, for the tutty. You're off though. You, 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 you gotta you gotta get hit a couple times in the yeah, loss to, to realize like okay, okay. I'm back. But True. They knew what they wanted to do by bringing Kareem back. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that was them saying. No matter who we bring in at quarterback, mm-hmm. we're going to still Run pound the ball. Pound the ball, play so, great defense. I agree with that. I mean, the formula is there. McCarthy's on the hot seat coming into the year. Um, first year, he went 6-10. and 10. Granted, Dak Prescott got hurt. Um, last year, 12-5, and five, we swept the NFC East. Swept the NFC East. <laughs> I repeat. So good. <laughs> Before, you know, taking a crap. Uh, to an over-ambitious 49ers team in the first round of the playoffs. I mean, them boys came out. They showed they were hungry. And, um, I mean, their playoff run showed that. So, uh, we definitely were the favorites in that we got upset. But, uh, like you said, Jason, we did have some moves. We lost some Mark Cooper. Um, had some other moves where we lost people. But we did address that in the draft. Uh, we drafted Tyler Smith in the first round. Offensive tackle. He's looking like he's going to be a starting guard. They're moving to guard. He might start as a rookie this year. Uh, so that was huge in the first round. We got a cat, Sam Williams, a defensive end, um, which addressed the Gregory loss in the second round. And then the sleeper pick was Jalen Tolbert. We got in the third round. Uh, he was a steal at pick 88. I still think Rust has a live arm. He has weapons uh, to throw to. 
And this team, believe it or not, was one or two wins away from making the playoffs very, themselves. Very true. Very true. So I think Russell Wilson gets them those one or two wins that they needed. Right. Right. Uh, if not more. So, and, and again, another team with a very young, explosive defense. And with the additional rust, now the offense can match. Pretty solid running game. Not, not going to lie. Absolutely. You know, I'm just saying that on behalf of Moss. That's not how I feel. Okay. Okay. Right. Russell Wilson is a huge add to these Denver Broncos. Big time. Okay. Um, he has weapons. Mm-hmm. And for the first time in Russell Wilson's career, mm-hmm. he has an offensive line. Yeah. Seattle's been bummed for that. Seattle's bummed for that. Yeah. They've, had the, they've had the opportunity to fix that for years, and that's what they get. Every and I heard you mention it as well. He's got a great running game, too. They did re-sign <sighs> Melvin Gordon along with the young stud in Javante Williams. So yeah. You got two running backs almost touching 1,000 apiece. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah. The arrow is pointing up for these Detroit Lions. Facts. You know, starting off the top, Aiden Hutchinson. Getting Aiden Hutchinson, a huge. defensive end in the draft. Huge addition. And that was a gift. He failed at them, right? Exactly. You know? Getting with the second overall pick was huge. And then, uh, like I mentioned before, they trade up to take Jameis Williams, uh, Alabama wide receiver. Explosive. 20 spots, right? From 32 all the way to yeah. 12? So, yeah, they so have to have confidence yeah. in him. Yes. Yeah. You know, coming off the ACL, he's going to miss probably the first couple weeks of the season. But when he gets back, this offense is going to be explosive. Yes. Granted, Jared Goff. Is behind the helm. But, I mean, Jerry Goff has shown signs of life, you know, in past years with L.A. and, and, and times like that. But you're talking about DJ Chark bringing, over, bringing him over from Jacksonville. Amon Ross St. Brown had a breakout season as right. a rookie. Uh, DeAndre Swift in the backfield. DeAndre Swift is still there. TJ Hawkinson at tight end. This, this team is going to be good in a couple of years. I think we're going to see a, a switch here with this uh, Green Bay Packers. I think they're going to switch to more of a ground and ground pound. And pound. That's what I was uh, going to say. Take a little bit off of uh, Aaron Rodgers, but Aaron Rodgers is still going to do what Aaron Rodgers do. Right. Uh, they're going to they're gonna try to keep him off the field as much as possible. And then, you know, when on the field, they're yeah. going to run with these two big running backs they got. Yeah. Jay Dillon is, is ready to run everybody over, and Thanks. Aaron Jones is still very relevant. So, so w- when you need a third down, when, you, when you're down by seven and you got a two-minute, Got to get it downfield. Who's your go-to? Who's your go-to wide receiver? Who does Aaron? Alan Lazard. That's, that's him. Alan right Lazard, now, man. That's him. I think that's his guy right now. I mean, he has. That's the only one he's gonna have chemistry going into early. I like Alan Lazard a lot. I, I do uh, undrafted kid, but I do have an under under the radar signing this offseason. But could potentially fall into that role of a third down guy. I mean, he's got a little mud on him uh, uh, throughout the years. <laughs> but Sammy Watkins. Sammy Watkins signed, you know, big. That's right. That actually was a pretty good Collegiate sign. stud. Right. And, you know, goes to the Bills and spends the time, goes to the Ravens. Oh, the Chiefs. That's where he went the to. The Chiefs. Uh, you know, but now he falls as, you know, Aaron Rodgers' wide receiver. And it's nothing else. I think what he can do is help mentor some of these young wide sure. receivers that they brought in. You know, That's they brought perfect. in Christian Watson in the second round. Mm-hmm. And then they bring in Romeo Dubs later on mm-hmm. in the sixth round. So and I don't forget about Mari Rodgers from a couple years, uh, a year or two ago. Him as well. So, so if, any, if nothing else, he can act as a mentor to some of these mm-hmm. younger wide receivers. I but I think Aaron Jones is going to be that guy. Just to answer your question, Aaron Jones is going to be the third down. You know, you need a first down. Aaron Jones Absolutely. in the slot running back. He can catch the ball at the backfield. For sure. I like mm-hmm. Aaron Jones. Um, but how about the Texans? They're in a complete rebuild, right? Yeah. Yeah, um, for sure. You guys like uh, Davis Mills over there at quarterback for them? 
I I do, man. I, I do like Davis Mills. Uh, you know, I know we touched on in the past in our two quarterback league, uh, a fantasy football league that we play in. I, I picked up Davis Mills, and you know, I start, actually started him a couple times, man. And, and you know, given the circumstances, given the team and the dynamic of the team, he actually played pretty well. Yeah. Uh, you know, really only having one weapon with with uh, Brandon Cooks. Um, you know, it was, it was third round pick coming out. You know, really no no hype. Thought he played well. So I think they can give him one more year, just continue to add weapons and, and, and see going into that 2023 class, which we know, you know, they could possibly get a quarterback definitely, there. Definitely. And and I dig sure. it. I said give Davis Mills another year. Um, another guy that Davis Mills actually was targeting a lot when he was in the office was Brevin Jordan. You know, I think they 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 both second year players, give them to mm-hmm. develop more and more with each other. You got that great running game with Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. So you're locked in there. You bring in now you got some consistency at the quarterback position with Matt Ryan. Yeah. That's gonna be huge for them. Um, we'll see what happens with Michael Pittman and, and where his development comes. But I'm not against them and drafting another wide receiver. Yeah, get dig, another weapon. I dig it. Going back to the running game, um, I think bringing Matt Ryan helps the running game in terms of the running backs in another perspective because uh, Carson Wentz in his career he's targeted at a nine percent rate where he targets his backs in the passing game. Mm-hmm. Matt Ryan has done that at a rate of twenty one percent. So I think that's why there's a lot of chatter going on about. Obviously, we hear we hear a lot of buzz in the offseason, always on Naheem Hines. So, you know, mm-hmm. moving him into the slot more, getting him more involved, even with Jonathan Taylor mm-hmm. in the backfield and trying to get their backs more in that in that perspective. But definitely bringing a wide receiver. But but was there anybody exciting that you got to see um, in that game? I wanted to see Trayvon Walker. I wanted to see how he uh, performs, uh, whether he could be disruptive uh, in the passing game. He got a sack. It was uh, just off a regular rush. Nothing too spectacular, but right. it, he showed that. He could play discipline and, and and let that sack come to him. You're looking forward to seeing him showcase why he was the number one overall pick. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Um, another, you know, player that you guys didn't get to see last year at all. Um, so you're gonna actually get to see him this year is is Travis Etienne. Correct. Yeah. Uh, I've already see uh Etienne, him and uh James Robinson, maybe they could take some pressure off of tra- Trevor Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Um that's the the only way that they have been able to succeed in this season. They don't have a lot of weapons. They they picked up Christian Kirk. I so do like he helps. That. I like that. He I mean, helps uh, stretch the field. Um, I think they overpaid for him, but I do think that he could be a valuable piece to this yeah. to their success. Mm-hmm. But the downfall to their team is they can't pick on this division anymore. This division is better. Hundred percent down the board, it's better. So they're not going to be able to pick on the Denver's. They're not going to be able to pick on the Raiders anymore. Nope. Or the Chargers. It's going to be a knockdown, dragout fight every single week these guys play. But at the same time, like I said earlier, I think we're going to see a shift in this offense. I think the the, the explosive down the field, you know, uh, Tyreek Hill down the field is going to be gone. I think we're going to see a little bit more methodical Patrick Mahomes utilizing Travis Kelsey in the seams. You know, you mentioned Sky Moore, who gives him a burner on the outside. They, they also brought in Marquez Valdez-Scantling and Juju Smith-Schuster. So they have other weapons to get it done. Uh, it, it's just going to take Matt Patty to be Patty. You know, you pay this guy, but now it's on him to lead this team. You're asking a guy to change his gameplay. Patrick Mahomes makes most of his money outside of the pocket. We know this. Patrick Mahomes runs and throws and exposes defenses when his great receivers and his great tight ends get open behind defenses, which happens all the time. Scramble mode, scramble mode. Tyreek somehow crossing the field on a crap route that he wasn't supposed to run, and then he runs for 100 yards on the field. Pat makes his living outside the pocket. Now, can Pat change his game to play that way? I don't, I, I don't know. And are they, is their run good enough? Is their run good enough to sustain like a 
keeping defenders off of your your receivers? If Patrick Mahomes gonna is going to be considered one of the greatest quarterbacks of our time, he better. That, that's that's my response to that. Is he better? He better step up. He better lead this team of of lesser talent and and raise them up like a quarterback should. Like we've seen Tom Brady do in the hey, past. That, Aaron Rodgers. Say exactly. You know what? Tom Brady's done it in the past. Mm-hmm. We've seen Aaron Rodgers do it in the past. So if he wants to be that mm-hmm. goat, we call him the young goat, right? <laughs> so if he wants to be that goat, he's got to do it with this lesser talent. Right. I agree hundred percent. Uh, the Raiders' defense is going to be the unspoken yep. hero of that team. You guys are going defense. I'm going to have to say it's going to be uh, offensive side because <laughs> look, just hear me out, okay? So Derek Carr threw for 4,800 yards last season with 23 touchdowns and 14 of those coming from intercept and interceptions, okay? So now you're adding Devontae Adams to this. Most of your touchdowns came from Hunter Renfro and Darren Waller, okay? You're Now you're adding one of the leading touchdown catchers in the NFL to your team that you played with, you have connections with, you already know him. I believe that Derek Carr is going to shore up some of those interceptions. Because, I mean, 14 to 20, 13, 23 to 14 is a lot. I mean, you're almost mm-hmm. over half. So right. he shores up those a little bit. You got to assume that Devonta Adams is going to eat because he's Devonta Adams, right? Yeah. And, and, Waller and if was not, hurt for a lot yeah, last Waller season, was hurt, so and if not, he's going to free. Consistent piece he had was Renfro last year. Exactly. Obviously. Jacobs was out of the lineup for a lot of last year as well. So you got to assume that Carr is going to have a way better year Absolutely. this year, way better year, maybe Absolutely. touching five thousand, probably over maybe a fifty-five. Yeah, I think defensively is what they needed to do. I yeah. think they went out and got everything that they needed to get on the defensive side of the ball. I, I think getting J.C. Jackson is one of the biggest things that they could have done because this guy's Mr. Interception. The dude picks off any ball that's in his area. Right. Huge, huge, huge pick. Um, Khalil Mack, obviously, is going to be Khalil Mack. He showed mm-hmm. up the middle of the field now for sure. You got a solid middle linebacker just hanging out. Can play both. I mean, interceptions, sacks, whatever you need him to do, he's there. You still got Bosa coming off the edge. It's crazy. That's creepy. It's just, it's, yeah. And all that alongside probably one of the most high-powered offenses in the league behind Justin Herbert, mm-hmm. uh, who is continuing year in and year out having spectacular season after spectacular season. Yeah, even even Moss. He said Justin Herbert is ridiculous, and he, he feels like all three of these teams that we've mentioned so far mm-hmm. are going to make the playoffs this year, and Denver is the only team odd man out. And I mean, that's Moss's opinion, you know, but uh, we'll go yeah. with that. I mean, Chargers have two receivers over 1,000 yards. Grayson over 1,000 yards. You got one of the best running backs in Austin Eckler. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you bring in Allen Robinson, who's a big body wide receiver. You pair him up with um, Cooper Cup. You know, you extend uh, Stafford. I mean, they, 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 they're rolling. I, I don't know where they're getting this money from. <laughs> they, 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 Rich get richer, man. I'm saying, I'm saying. <laughs> as far as the draft, though, um, you know, a draft that you expect when you trade first round picks, second round picks constantly every year, mm-hmm. you know, you're, you're, you're going to be left with, you know, some mid round picks, third, right. third on. They didn't have a first or a second thing here, right. did they? Right. All right. So, third right. round, Los Angeles Rams go. Uh, Logan Bruce, offensive lineman, which, you know, can't blame him for trying to do yeah, that. At all. Yeah. Can't, can't, can't blame him wrong. for doing that. I always say you cannot go wrong with an offensive mm-hmm. lineman. From the Midwest, North, Wisconsin, Nebraska, yeah, all these Wisconsin, guys. Wisconsin, actually, he was from. Yeah, he's from Wisconsin. That's yeah. what I'm saying. You can't go yeah, wrong. Yeah, you know? yeah. they, 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 they just breed big they boys, breed man. big boys, big body <laughs> big boys. Big body yeah, boys. Yeah. So yeah. You, you can't go wrong there. Uh, a player that I do find kind of interesting because the news came out that Sony Michelle actually signed with the I was gonna the ask Miami Dolphins. So they lost Sony Michelle. That leaves them with Cam Akers and uh, Daryl Henderson. But 
Kyron Williams, Notre Dame, running back, mm-hmm. was highly touted, Coming pre-draft. Mm-hmm. I mean, Miami makes a bunch of big moves, you know, at the top and, mm-hmm. and on the field itself. You know, obviously they bring over Tyreek Hill um, and they bring in over a slew of running backs. Yeah. Um, and, and now in two of they trust, right? They better be. because Tyreek is hyping them up. He is. He <laughs> sure is. Tyreek uh, said that he actually is more accurate than Patty Mahomes. I don't know if you guys hear that. Yeah, I think everyone got a good giggle on that one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what are we expecting to see? Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. He's, He's got, not good. Got a I think I, I do think two has got a bad rap the last few years, though. Yeah. You know, I mean, when you see him play the eye test, he passes it every time. Yeah. He does. Um, so, you know. Make some bonehead plays. I mean, what quarterback doesn't make bonehead plays? Well, and then, you know, you're changing, posi- you know, changing your coaching staff every yeah. year, right? And you got to give that guy some continuity, too. So, Absolutely. You know, like you to know, see him put it together. Th- this Miami team was, uh, last year was a parallel of two seasons. You know, this, this team went 0-7 and, and then 1-7 straight. Yeah. And similar to the rest of the division, it's kind of parallel with offense coordinators. You know, you're getting the offense coordinator from the 49ers mm-hmm. coming over as the head coach. Coming from that tree, that 49ers, the Cal Shanahan tree, Shanahan and you mentioned the running backs, the additions, the Raheem Mosters, Chase Edmonds come over from uh, Arizona. Yeah. Sonny Michelle's Sonny, there. Right. So yep. it's a boatload of running backs. Miles Gaskin's there. Miles Gaskin's there. They, they mm-hmm. even uh, they put a second-round tender on Salvin Ahmed, right? Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. They got a bunch of running backs over This Minnesota Vikings team, it's, 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 it's weird, man. It's where they fall in this division. Like, you look at the offense, they can beat anybody. Right. Defense is young. Uh, there's going to be some growing pains there, but... You, you see all these receivers who, I mean, you look down their stats. Mm-hmm. Receiving yards, touchdowns, Adam Thielen, Justin Jefferson, mm-hmm. and then you hear a lot of blame on Kirk Cousins. It's like, do you really point the blame on Kirk Cousins? It's like, wait, like at some point, does it go to their run-first offense, or does it go to Captain Kirk? There you go. Like, it's, it's tough, man. There's just one missing – there's just one piece holding them back from everything because Minnesota's high power. I don't understand sure. how they don't get the job done. Yeah. And I'm glad you mentioned that, you know, knowing that we bring in a, bring in a new head coach, could we see a potential switch in the golf fans now yeah, become more explosive, more down-the-field pass. passes to yeah. Justin Jefferson and, and – Even more passes to Justin yeah, Jefferson? Oh, I think <laughs> – I think we've still got more to see with Yo, Justin Jackson. I agree, man. I agree. Yeah. Uh, Tom Brady's shirtless picture didn't look that great in the uh, pre-draft process back then, and, yeah. and neither did Mac. But, you know, he had a great first season. I, I feel like a, kind of a historic rookie year for a quarterback. Yep. Yep. Obviously, yep. the guy's intelligence is off the charts. A um, little concerned about uh, Josh McDaniels leaving, you know, going over to Oakland. That's a big gap. Still trying to figure out who our offensive coordinator is going to be. You know, we're we looking at Patricia. Didn't work out well with the Lions, yeah, right? No, we got no, Joe no, Judge. No. Didn't work out well with your Giants. Nope. Uh, so you know, little 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 concern there, and that with the continuity going into year two, everything I've heard is that they're trying to shrink the playbook a little bit for him, just make him think quicker on his feet, and just uh, make the whole thing easier for him. Everything I'm hearing going into uh, you know some of the camps we just had, he's looking amazing. Guy's first guy in the in the uh, training facility, last guy out. Always good to hear. So you know, couldn't be more excited there. Some of the concerns, you know, J.C. Jackson going to the Chargers. Big loss. Huge yeah. loss. Yeah. Big loss there. You know, so we got a got a big hole at cornerback, and I'm still hoping we do some moves there to fill that out. Um, probably going to be playing a little more zone. We're pretty stacked in our safety position. You know, Jason McCourty's coming back. Probably mm-hmm. might be his Love last it. year. Uh, we got Jabril Preppers, obviously. Uh, Duggar, a uh, guy we drafted three or four years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of the guys we reached for, that's, that's, that's the Patriot way. We reach for people on the draft, but they usually, <laughs> they usually work out for us a little bit. 
So uh, yeah, Cole no, Strange. Cole Strange, right? <laughs> Cole Strange. That's that's the most that's the most recent example, yeah. exactly, right? So, yeah, you, you mentioned Jameis Winston. He was five and two as a starter last year. Yeah. He was looking good before the injury. He did. Um, he 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 looked like the, maybe the LASIK surgery helped. He was, <laughs> oh, come on, man. <laughs> he looked like the LASIK surgery helped. Um, he was able to see his teammates and not right, the other right. team. And right. but I agree. We'll see what happens. It's the Michael Thomas factor. I mean, is he can be play? back. Can be back. Not. Okay, I, I agree. I, I hope he is back. Yeah, we, you know. the injury ain't gonna take that long. Right. Yeah. You, but the we didn't think it would take this long. Right? Nah, he seen, he seen he seen the season was over when he sat it down. Yeah, I, I, I agree. That's that's what that I was, felt like. that was probably writing on the wall. But a team here that lost their head coach. Um, now you know you you had Dennis Allen who comes over as a defense coordinator. Now he's the current head coach. Sean Payton's out, retired. Uh, he'll probably be in Dallas in a couple of years. Um, <laughs> a couple, he'll be there next year. <laughs> next year. Uh, <laughs> waiting on. You lose your 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 your, your starting left tackle in, in Armstead. That hurts. That hurts a lot. Yeah, he was always that's, hurt. That's a big guy. Though. That he hurts was always a lot. hurt. Yes. They played without him a lot. Yeah. So, you know, for me, it's got to be an offensive lineman. But in the case of Michael Thomas doesn't return, or even if he does return, he still need another weapon I on think that offense. Need weapons. Yes. You need to add an offense. What I'm saying is these upgrades behind the scenes is, is you know, what gives me faith as a Giants fan that, that we're, we're making moves in the proper direction. Um, obviously, we, we go into the draft um, and, and we, we bang it out. Obviously, the first round, uh, Kayvon Thibodeau, you know, with the number five pick, then the number seven pick, Evan Neal, huge road grade. You mentioned the road grade. That's what we needed for Saquon Barkley for years now. And what do we get him? We get him. I mean, he's in love with him. Saquon personally is already in love with Evan Neal. There's, he's apparently following right behind him everywhere they go in camp. And I know uh, Big J mentioned us uh, losing James Bradbury, but I'm actually a really big fan of uh, Cordell Flat that we got in the third round of, of the draft as well. So uh, looking looking for him to take over that position. Um, and, and at the end of the day, we just weren't healthy last year. Last year, four and thirteen, we got four of our wins, I believe, within the first ten games of the season. We, we tanked the second half of the season. Now. Uh, I mentioned a lot of injuries, right? You know, Daniel Jones and Barkley, they only combined for seven games together. And and in those seven games, I I think they went three and four. Daniel Jones went four and six in his games that he started. So at the end of the day, it's, you know, I'm looking at us having right around a 500 record again this year. Best draft out of any team in this league to me. I mean, you start off with a Mossos Garner. Yeah. You know, with the fourth pick. Yep. Love it. Um, Garrett Wilson at one point, you know, at the tenth pick. Then you get you trade up to get Jermaine Johnson Huge. and get an edge presence yep. on your team. And then you follow that up in the second round with Brees Hall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, shout out to Shaheem Holloway with this third round pick, you know, former St. Pete coach that took that team, St. Peter's coach that took that team to you know, March Madness. Yep. Mm-hmm. He went and made the third round pick who Arguably, to some, is probably one of the favorite tight ends in his class. I'm not saying he's the best, mm-hmm. but great blocker, deceptive speed, reliable hands. Ohio State, Jeremy Rucker, when he made the pick, it said, New Jersey Jets. NFL, get it right. <laughs> I did it on nail on the head. I've been climbing for wide receiver all offseason. And, I mean, what is how we do? He brings in a 24-year-old stud wide receiver, A.J. Brown, comes over from Tennessee Titans. Uh, I mean, does it get better than that? I mean, I think automatically, automatically off rip. I mean, AJ Brown and Devontae Smith make one of the best young wide receiver duels in the league. I mean, I I, I, I don't think anybody could disagree with that. Um, you know, 
Let's see, uh, year two of starter Jalen Hurts. Let's see what year two starter Jalen Hurts. Remember, year, year one, he was a rookie behind Carson Wentz. Year two was, was what we saw last year. was a good, great improvement, but still needs some work to do. So now he gets another weapon that he hasn't had in A.J. Brown. Devontae Smith, year two, uh, first one wide receiver we uh, addressed last year. And, I mean, and, and the upgrades get better. Second round of the draft this year, uh, Cam Jurgens, a big offensive line addition on the offensive end. And we switch to the defense. This is where I think we make the biggest adjustments, the biggest upgrades this whole offseason. I mean, starting with the draft, let's start with the young guys. Jordan Davis, defensive tackle out of Georgia, big body boy. Probably the, the dictionary, the big body boy is, is Jordan Davis. I mean, but you guys bring in Miles Jack. That's, that's Miles huge. Jack, yeah. You know, that's, that's a huge that addition. That puts pressure on him. On the, Bush. Obviously, you got TJ Watt. So you Jack guys have already, already had yeah. uh, a great defense. I, as much as Alex might not liked it, but uh, I think Pittsburgh's defense, great defense could be one of the best defenses in that division. But we need the end game. We need the end there. That defense needs to play just when they're clicking all cylinders, unstoppable. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. But now playoff time come and it's not the same. Yeah. And then now you, you guys uh, have a new starting quarterback yeah. and Mitch Trubisky. Temporarily. Right? Yep. Temporarily. Temporarily. Right? Temporarily. Um, I've seen, you know, <laughs> quarterbacks coach with Mike Tomlin, you know, so let's see what he molds him into. Uh, you lose a piece with Juju. Um, but uh, how, how do you feel like, you know, the Steelers offense could carry you guys this year? Like I said, the old line that needs to be taken care of mm-hmm. because you need time back there. That quarterback needs time. Now, Mitt is more mobile. But now you got these teams coming in with duos, just like you saw last year. Mm-hmm. And we can't handle that. Even right. if you put Mitt back there, he, he might get something off, but it's going to be short. Mm-hmm. He's going to go with Comfort Blake and, and Fair move. That kid got a lot of potential. Pass Claypool, right. I think he's going to have to, he's, he's going to develop more. He's going to come out more. I like yeah. Jace. Weapons are there. Yeah, they're there, but that O line. So Debo is in a Niner uniform yeah. for this season. Mm-hmm. Let's see, holds out. Let's see, holds out. <laughs> Do you think the 49ers addressed the cornerback position to the level that you wanted them to? I like the pickup we did from KC with Ward signing him. Mm-hmm. To me, that was that was big. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said, uh, you know, uh, we still bringing in like them, them players that, you know, we brought Jason Verrett back. I mean, let's come on, you know. Right. Young Jason Verrett before all the injuries, you know, we can't right. question, you know, we, we know the talent on the field. But right. it's, it's that's the thing with San Fran to me. I, I don't think that we truly addressed it. We brought in a free agent, and one of my favorite picks was a cornerback, which yeah. was late in the sixth round. Yeah. So, but I think there's still a, a questionable position for us. And the 49ers, one thing about them, arguably probably one of the top front sevens in the, in, in the league. For sure. And that can always mask the deficiencies of a secondary when you got a heavy front like that. Very true. But so I don't think it's fully answered, but we, we, we touched it a little. Cool. All right. Well, yeah. answer this question for me. What's up? Because, I mean, you guys still rocking two quarterbacks at this point in time. It's Trey season, right? bro. Is it Trey's time? It's Trey season. It, is it Trey season? It's Trey season. Game one. I think we got to start it. I mean, look, not that we want to get rid of a Jimmy, but, you know, the small business move was to release him and bring 24 mil back into our cap. Then they focused on a lot of other needs that mm-hmm. will be more effective in long term than what a quarterback in this class can do for them. As, as a matter of fact, man, that actually I, I wanted to make mention. I got a, a buddy... My man, Ben, shout out to you. He thinks exactly the same, man. Yeah, big time See, Seattle Seahawks no fan. here, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get my unbiased decision. You know I can't stand y'all. Big time <laughs> Seattle Seahawks fan. He, he wanted to 
definitely make mention. He wasn't able to make it on the show, but he didn't mind the draft at all. Um, mm -hmm. As a matter of fact, he feels like they addressed a ton of their needs. Um, they didn't feel that the quarterback class was strong, so we didn't reach for anyone. Yep. And uh, we got two first-round picks next year, and with a stronger quarterback class, they'll definitely get one next year. For sure. Boom. He hit it right on the nose. And, they got and the so edit. did Seattle, right? They went uh, offensive line, and they went defense I love early it. in this draft. Seattle Seahawks is one of my low-key, under-the-radar top drafts. Um, I, I absolutely love what they did. They get the offensive tackle of the future and Charles Cross in the first round. And then, you, like you said, Boy Mafa, defensive uh, Russia, edge rusher, and they take Kenneth Walker. Kenneth Walker yeah, in the second round was in the conversation of the number one RB in this class. Right. Um, you line them up now with Rashad Penny, and you know they're off to the races next year uh, once they get their quarterback. The team's in good hands. I think Todd Bowles yeah. is a respectable coach. He's, he's, he's got you know his track record, and he's a defensive-minded coach, and that's where sure. you guys are needed the most help is on that defense. For so. sure. You know, I think the big addition that you guys got back, yes, you lost Alex Kappa, but bringing Brian Jensen back, the center, to hold down the offensive line for Brady. Yep. It's going to uh, be huge. Yep. Uh, but again, like you said, this division runs to 10. I mean, I mean, without injury, if they just perform mm -hmm. like they should, it shouldn't be. Nothing's easy in the NFL. Anybody can yeah. win any given any week. Game Sunday. But when you, you got Brady, you got Rodgers, you got Mahomes, those teams should walk straight into the playoffs. The, the question for the Bucs is, can they be the one seed? Because right. if we're the one seed, it's a lot better chance coming through Tampa. I don't want to have to go to L.A. again because right. L.A. doesn't travel. And we've seen what happened last year. Right. You know, that, that yeah. game wasn't as close as, it, as the score was. And then obviously, you know, right. there's only one seed that gets to buy nowadays. So right. that automatically gives right. you guys, you know, a walk through the first round as well. All y'all needed was another receiver that game. Yeah, that's well, all we needed need. a secondary. That's that, all you need. There, there's this guy, his name's Cooper Cup. I don't know if you ever heard <laughs> of him before. Uh, my fantasy team loves him. That was, that you was, know, that was, that was how fun. you let that guy just run loose the whole game. Yeah, you know. probably the best team in this division, right? Uh, yeah, so say. Hand, no, hand, hands down the best team in the division by far. You know, you talk about two, two playoff appearances past two years. Um, you still got King Henry behind that offensive line. Strong. Um, unfortunately, he was out. All of last year, pretty much. So yeah, um, he was he was in for a record breaking season from a running back position. I'm sure. Just, yeah, like first six or eight games, he was he was running yeah. through people. Right. Yeah, you know you saw you saw the defense step up. Uh, that was one of the big surprises of uh, of, of the season for me personally was yeah. their defense. You yeah, know? big time. Uh, they were keeping them in games, honestly. Well, that's, that's why they uh, re-signing uh, Harold Landry was huge for them. Yeah, needed to keep that piece in there in the offseason. For, sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah, getting that pressure off the edge. You know, a team that really doesn't have me. You look down the line, they really don't have too many weaknesses, Not you know? Many. And in, in this division, I mean, somebody has to win it. I mean, it's, it's pretty simple. They don't really have to do much. Uh, just stay healthy and they can win this division again. So Terry McLaurin got the bag this offseason. Yep. In the first round. Big resign. Uh, in, in the first round of the NFL draft, you take Jahan Dotson, wide receiver out of Penn State. Love it, too. Um, there, there's, just, there's some weapons here. You know, Antonio Gibson's a name that we all like um, uh, behind, you know, in the backfield. This team this team can be sneaky good. I like the, I like the young boy, uh, Brian Robinson, they got in the draft as well. Um, they've already said that he's going to be getting goal line work uh, ahead of Antonio Gibson at this point in time. So it looks like they're going to a, a nice running back committee. Uh, they do have a couple weapons on the outside. I, I just literally think that you know, the, the only problem they have is their Band-Aid for right now. Um, it it, it kind of reminds me, I, I mentioned Ron Rivera, it kind of reminds me, you know, with, with 
with uh, Antonio Gibson, and now you mentioned Brian Robinson. It kind of gives me that D'Angelo Williams, Jonathan Stewart vibes from years ago in, in Carolina. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm, I'm going to, hey, don't sleep on Washington. That Washington is a good team. That defense can take you a long way. Yeah, they, they can mess up some squad Sundays, I would agree. Absolutely. Hey, y'all tripping. <laughs> man, y'all tripping. Washington's trash. Um, man, Chase Young definitely needs to get back on the field. Um, Terry McLaurin's an animal, but I mean, that's it, man. Dude, they're over under seven wins. 